and we're going to be starting our um, series for development. This is the first episode for it. Of many. Which is, we are going to be starting with cognitive development. Yes. Uh, uh, cognitive <laughs> development. <laughs> oh, you have my hair. Cognitive development. <laughs> Go ahead. Cognitive development oh. is... To think and reason. <laughs> no, that's it's not about, the, about the brain. Mind, brain. We're really good at this. Um, <laughs> and how, like, the brain develops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's all of the... It's what makes you think and what makes you do what you're thinking about. It's like those intrusive thoughts, but without the intrusive part. <laughs> it's like the thought about intrusive thoughts, but thought managing you what go. you're actually doing. Thought and reason. Yeah. Um, so for infants, cognitive development looks like they like form their memory, like recognizing parents' voices or just remembering people. Oh, also another thing that cognitive is memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of older people don't have that. Like, their cognitive development goes when they have old age. It starts going when... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, our paper just tried to... <laughs> um, cognitive for, like, older kids can look like solving math problems or stuff like that. It allows you to retrieve information, like, remember and, like, think about it. Yeah. yeah the order that... Like, for example, for, like, infants would be starting, like, memory. So, like, remembering their parents is, like, a first stage. And then you start remembering, like, other people. Just familiar faces. I can't see. Um. Oh, goodness. Yeah, like, having longer attention spans, thinking... There's different type of stages when it comes to yeah uh, cognitive. There's yeah first one is sensory motor, and that's when like birth to two years old. That's when they like learn to coordinate all their senses and when all of their um the utilizing skills and their and abilities that they're born with. Yeah, mobility, looking. They're like using their like sight. They're sucking. Yeah, all their that, five senses. That's when that really falls into place. Grasping, listening. In the pre-operational stage, which is like two to about seven years old, children start to think um, symbolically. So they start to see things and then remember it. Like in school, when you start to learn like simple math problems or um, recognizing like seeing your name and how to retrace it, that's when that kind of falls into place. Their language um, matures more because their brain is able to process it and understand it now. Um, they develop memory ima- and imagination. imagination. <laughs> um, so, like, that's when children can start having, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, dramatic? No, no, imaginary friends. That's what I was looking for. Like, oh, that yeah. can start in this stage. Yeah. Um, and just putting, like, memory with their Yeah, just, like, a and lot of, like, free play of just... Yeah, making up, making up what they're doing, pretending that say a banana is their phone. It's all those type of little things. Like we already said, engaging in make believe. Yeah, that sort of. Yeah, that. that's an all in all pre-operational stage. Next is concrete operational, which is seven to eleven years old. Um, that's when they master 
logic in concrete ways. Concrete meaning light. And then it says um, concrete is like sight, touch, or like experiences. So they're like mastering that. Yeah, so like really part. understanding, getting a really good grasp on it. So even if it's a simple concept, you could ask them at any time and they're really understanding it. It's set in their brains. The next one is <coughs> formal operation, which is um, from pretty much uh, adolescence, which is like puberty to adulthood. Yeah. Um, that's when you're able to understand, like, theories. Sometimes even, like, understanding more TV shows or movies, you're starting to grasp what's going on. You're <coughs> seeing the turn of events, things like that. Um, and abstract ideas. Uh, like, um, ideas that... <coughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Just, like, bigger, more... More concept that like, needs to be thought into it but you're really getting that idea down like you're really thinking different about ideas it. like outside of the box ideas that sort of thing um also able to predict outcomes of hypothetical <coughs> problems which also goes with the understanding theories understanding what could happen yeah next based on what you already know too like you're really understanding the previous things and what follows along you're starting to get those patterns down Um, next is like the importance for cognitive development. So, do you want to share anything about the way? Um, it's like help for understanding of the world. So, they finally like grasp the understanding of what is happening in the world. And un- I don't want to say understand it again, but no, but like really Process. grasping and. Yeah, processing what's going on and that can be hard for all ages like even for us sometimes day to day what to grasp it's a lot yeah um yeah um it allows for understanding of people and relationships so it's like being able to differentiate yeah your family from your friends and like how to actually treat them you're processing what the difference of how your tone could be and the expectations of you are i feel like yeah yeah like we definitely don't treat our families the same as we do with our friends or our friends the same as we treat our significant other yeah Yeah. like you you have to understand how grasp that concept of like how you should treat people and understanding how like that Brielle said that certain tone in your voice can hurt people or you're saying something that you're not meaning to be rude but that tone in your voice just makes it come off and sound rude you have to make sure you really are fully aware of who you're talking to and how you're saying it because with your friends or when you're with certain people you need to you can be more flexible and they are more understanding but if you're with like a teacher you need to watch how you're talking not even in like an inappropriate way where you're saying curse words or things like that but more so you need to make sure you're talking for the right and audience mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't understand the importance and why you should stress and work on cognitive development because if it's not stressed early on people would have a lower understanding and decisions wouldn't be made well or quickly yeah so just thoughtful 
decisions if you don't have all these beginning stages of cognitive, which are hard, but you have to enforce them when you're at a young age. As you get older, making quick decisions can be hard. Mm -hmm. Even when you're driving, for example, like whether Mm -hmm. you know to turn, if your brain can't slow that down or if it's not it's a, an emergency like you need to make a really quick decision of should i slam my brakes right now is yeah. someone behind me that yeah. that's gonna end up grinding yeah. me is there someone that's crossing whatever it is yeah like, even if it's not decision. driving just all quick or important decisions making the decision of what college you're going into yeah what you're gonna do on a test if you're gonna prepare if you're going to go out with this group of people this weekend and risk something because of it. Yeah. You have to be able to make those decisions, and that's all a part of that cognitive falling back into place. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you don't have a really good cognitive buildup, then you can, you, a lot of people can seem to. Um, fall into decisions that just lead them down a bad road. Yeah. It's dangerous. Not even for only you, but for the people People around around you. Or just random people, if you are driving, but you were just like, let's say you are an adult and you were like, you are under the influence of some sort um, and you're driving, that puts other people at risk. Yeah. That you, you don't know them. You don't know. Yeah. Even, like I said, if you're not driving, just, like, you could be going to a new place and seeing new people if you're not giving a good, not necessarily, like, first impression, but showing off how you are, okay. you yeah. you aren't grasping how to treat people. Yeah. yeah. Um, the less cognitive development, the more likely it is for a decline in ability to process the information, which is just obviously i feel like logical at that point if you understand what cognitive development is um moving on to ways to build onto it puzzles is a great way you have to think and figure out where the certain puzzle pieces fit turning it turning it figuring out if it goes there if it goes with that certain piece that puzzles are good for all ages i mean it's a memory game yeah you go into preschools and they have that for their for their young ones but then you also go into um yeah what are they called like infants and toddlers and they also have it or even as you get older kindergarten has it like but even but they if you go into what are they called pieces. why am i blanking on the name of it montessori schools also use a lot of puzzles because montessori yeah. is all hands-on and learning yourself yeah it's all about that they do a lot of puzzles and brain games yeah, nursery, nursing, nursing homes. Oh Even yeah, in nursing do, homes they have. They do. Um, so that's why they do a lot of bingo Tons and stuff too. Yeah, because it's all it gets it's their all brain their, thinking. It's it all, gets their brain yeah. thinking. It gets their brain moving. Yeah, and has them working on that cognitive development. Another good one is like using um, any yeah. sort of sorting game. Yeah, sorting like that can. I was gonna say word searches. Word searches word are really searches, good. Your brain is puzzles. thinking. Yeah. Um, Anything that break, gets your brain moving. Yeah. Just like icebreakers um, in school, a lot of high schools, or um, like the introduction to a lot of lessons. Different lessons. You can do icebreakers. Yeah. Or warm ups, if that's what yeah. your teacher calls it. Just all to get thinking. 
Yeah, get your brain moving. Get your brain thinking. To add on to the puzzle, Sudoku is another one. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, there's a lot of different apps on your phone. Just like we said before with, like, stress, there's the different yoga apps and stuff. But there's also those fun brain games that are also yeah. on your phone. Yeah. Um, For children, you can play... You can have them play pretend. Playing pretend is a great way for them to learn their, their memory <coughs> and their... their um. Because if they're playing where they're at a restaurant, they have to remember how a restaurant works. Yep. They have to be able to pretend, um, imagine, use those imagination skills. Yep. Going um, outside, playing outside, to add on to Addie's, like, pretend. You could have them go outside and play pretend with something. Like, you can play restaurant outside. Just being outside, that gets your brain moving. Yeah. Yeah. Cognitive is also, like, recognition and, like, recognizing things. So, storytelling, remembering, like, the sequence of events and stuff like that. Being able to read, whether it's, like, a child or it's an adult and they're retelling something that happened a few days ago. It's still storytelling. It's still saying, this is what happened first, then second, then third. It's a way to get their brain to remember, to move, to... Because even with older people, they have trouble with memory. So I know my great-grandmother, she's been losing her, her, what's it called? Memory? Memory, yeah. Like dementia. She has dementia, yeah. And um, sometimes it's hard for her to remember family members. So she has pictures of her family members in her house and she goes through and tries to remember what their names are. Yeah. Which is, which is super sad, but like. It, like, gets her brain going. Right. Um, Asking questions, like Addie said. Yeah. Asking all those questions. You could ask a child, like, after you read the book, ask them, like, what was the first thing that happened? And what happened that? Open-ended questions to get their brain thinking and moving. My brain always goes to Goldilocks. Like, where, what did little, what did Goldilocks go to first? Yeah. Yeah. Or even if it wasn't a book necessarily, just talking in general about, like, open-ended things. It doesn't have to be, like, one thing in specific. An open-ended is a non-yes or no question. Right. So it's different from everyone. Yeah. From person to person. Everyone has a different perspective on things. And I, that's really a part of cognitive. Just your perspective. Making sure you can think and react well. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to go over that um, recognition of time and stuff you can do just going over a schedule with someone yeah yeah like what routines routines that's a good one yeah and this builds throughout all ages everyone like we're still building our cognitive development the second you have to make that decision like react fast like that that helps your brain build on its cognitive development the second you have to choose between one thing or another or make that fast decision or like we said, you are building puzzles or something like that. Like that, yeah. you're building your cognitive development all the time. It doesn't stop at a certain point. Just like we've said in like previous video or yeah, videos and our podcast, doing things that you like really falls into all of these videos that we'll make. Finding something that's meant for you will build your thinking, your knowledge, your perspective on things. A lot of people read. Yeah, not me, but people read. Addie and I read. Yeah, and we'll, like I said, storytelling, we tell each other, this happened first, and then this happened, and then this happened. (laughs) Like, we go and we talk to each other about it, and that's, 
even something as simple as that, you're reading a story and then you go, you go and you talk to someone else about the book that you're reading. Like that's building your cognitive development. Like Addie just said, we do that to each other all the time. I'll read a book and then she's like, oh, what happened? And I'll recite it for her. And she'll that's do like vice versa. That's building it for you. Yeah. So I'm, I feel like that's pretty much, that's pretty much it, it for this episode. We knew this would be, like, a shorter one, but cognitive, there's not a lot to it. It's more just the self, like, just the concept of being you to understand about thinking. Yeah, and being aware of it. Yeah. Regardless of how old you are, you still need to learn. You still need to build on to development. What? Hey, on our next episode, we're going to talk all about language and literacy and how it kind of goes together with the cognitive aspects. Yeah. Um, we also are still trying to figure out the logistics of how you guys can reach out and talk to us, but that will be in our like bio and description. So We'll figure as that soon out. As we yeah, figure that soon. out, you guys will know and you can reach out to us if you want to. Yeah. Well, that's all for this podcast. So, bye! Bye!